Welcome to the Gov Innovator Podcast. I'm Andy Feldman. Our focus today is on a leading state in terms of evidence, the state of Colorado, and in particular, the use of evidence in its budget process. Our guest is Sarah Dubay from the Pew Charitable Trusts. Here's a clip. They're focusing on investing in programs, again, which is great, very important, but also on building evidence so that more proven programs will be available to residents in the state over time, right? So they're investing in evaluation and committing to prioritize the use of evidence in decision-making for years to come, which is a really forward-thinking approach. Um, and I think one of the things that makes Colorado a leader in this field. When we think about states that are in the lead in terms of using evidence to guide state budget decisions with the broader goal of having dollars flow to programs that are effective, Colorado is definitely one of those states. For example, in Colorado, agencies are required by the governor's budget office to show the evidence behind requested budget changes. And also the legislature now requires agencies to use consistent definitions of evidence-based programs in their budget requests. A recent report by the Pew Charitable Trust's Results First initiative discusses Colorado's progress on those topics, and we're joined by one of its co-authors, Sarah Dubay. She directs the Results First initiative at Pew. I'm glad to have her with us. Sarah, welcome. Thanks, Andy. Start us off, if you would, by describing a framework that's important to this whole process in Colorado, which is called the Evidence Continuum. Sure. So Colorado's evidence continuum is a step-by-step framework that shows the levels of research needed to evaluate programs. Colorado has been doing a lot of work to prioritize and invest in evidence over the years. And they have a variety of of tools and metrics um, out there, but they were looking for something that was a much more visual representation of what evidence means so they could communicate it properly with agencies and lots of other stakeholders um, who are part of the budget making process. So the steps of the framework really do show the levels of research rigor that programs need in order to demonstrate that they can achieve their intended outcomes. And it also is really important in that it represents what additional support and research is needed to get there. So all programs that go up for funding don't need to be at the top tier. Um, And that's okay. The point of the continuum is to show that there are uh, various levels of evidence and to understand how programs that are requesting funding or requesting reductions in funding fit along those steps. That's really helpful, Sarah. And we should note for listeners that if you want to click on the link to the report, which I'll put on the podcast webpage, the evidence continuum is figure one of the report. And as you'll see, it has five steps. You could think of it as five levels of evidence, too, uh, working from kind of theory of change, they call it program design, all the way up to causal evidence. So with that said, Sarah, could you walk us through those steps of the continuum a bit? Sure. So if a program is at step one, which is a starting point, it just means that it's focused on program design or setting up a theory of change which essentially means mapping out the changes that you wanna see as a result of the program. And that's great, that's a great starting point. And sometimes that's enough, especially for a program that's just uh, getting off the ground. And then as you progress, you get a little more rigorous. So step two, you identify outputs. 
um, and start to measure the changes um, by collecting data to find out if the program is actually doing what it's supposed to do. So building on the first step, you not only know what the program is supposed to do, but you're actually starting to collect some data to see if it's really doing that. Continuing to build, step three focuses on outcomes by evaluating what actually happens before and after the program. So programs that fall in those first three steps are considered theory informed. So that means that they're informed by some sort of data, which is fantastic, just not the most rigorous evidence. And then as you continue to walk up that staircase, um, you find more rigorous um, evidence. So step four, you do what they call attain initial evidence, um, which means that you test program participants against a comparison group. And then in the final step, you attain causal evidence, as they refer to it, by conducting experiments to show the program and no other factors actually causes the effects um, that it's having in the world. And the idea is that programs that have those consistent positive effects in that final step are considered proven. And again, Colorado was not trying to get all programs to step five. And Colorado was not only funding programs that are at step five. It simply creates a visual representation of where programs are on their evidence journey and is able to help prioritize funding um, for certain programs. And then also to prioritize programs that are in need of additional evaluation or additional research in order to continue moving up that scale. With that background on the evidence continuum, Sarah, would you walk us through the highlights of how Colorado weaves evidence into the budget process in terms of the governor's budget office, which goes by OSPB, working with agencies, but also in presenting those budgets to the legislature? Sure. So, I mean, beyond the continuum, OSPB um, has been prioritizing evidence in their work and in their funding decisions for years now um, by, as you said, requiring agencies to include evidence in their budget requests. And that includes things that you expect, like um, increasing funds for programs or funding new programs, but they also include in things like reductions in funding. So if you're, if agencies are proposing that a, a program be um, have less funding or even be eliminated, um, they require uh, evidence of effectiveness to help back up that decision. So it's been a very consistent effort for Colorado to use evidence even beyond the continuum. But specifically thinking about the continuum, um, when submitting their budget request to OSPB, um, state agencies uh, follow the continuum by assigning each program that they're putting up for funding or reduce funding a level on that scale in their budget request form. And then OSPB and the agencies use that rating um, when briefing the governor and the legislature to uh, talk about how well those programs have achieved their outcomes and whether or not they should be funded. Um, and then the last step is the legislative staff of the Joint Budget Committee, um, which is the, the legislative fiscal leadership, reviews the program requests from the governor um, along with those evidence ratings, and then weighs those findings um, along with other sources like cost-benefit analysis to determine whether or not the program should be funded. So it really is safe to say that Colorado has successfully incorporated um, evidence into all aspects of their budget process across branches using the continuum and also many other measures as well. And probably worth mentioning that a lot of this progress in terms of executive branch leadership came under Governor Hickenlooper, but Governor Polis is carrying the ball forward today, which is great to see. 
Switching to the legislative side, though, there was a piece of legislation passed that was important in terms of creating consistent definitions of evidence. If you can say a few words about that. So that was Senate Bill 284, um, which is a bipartisan bill proposed by Joint Budget Committee members, um, which is important in itself to have that um, bipartisan support. And it, as you said, it sets new definitions for evidence-based programs that um, emphasize what the evidence says about program outcomes, um, which is important. But even more importantly, it aligns with the steps in the evidence continuum. So both the legislature and the executive branch are very much on the same page about what evidence means. And that's why it's important. It's important because it means that both branches are singing from the same song sheet. Um, it's creating consistency across the branches in terms of how they talk about evidence and how they fund evidence-based programs. Um, and then really a solid foundation for evidence-based policymaking in the state and for years to come. A final question for you, Sarah, in the time we have remaining, which is maybe the most important question, have these nation-leading practices around evidence actually had an impact in good government in Colorado? And if so, can you give us an example? So I think there are two things that come to mind for me, Andy. Thinking about the continuum itself, it's really helped to change the way that agencies consider evidence in their budget requests. In the last year's fiscal budget, agencies asked for increased spending for programs that averaged a three on the continuum. So uh, right in that mid-level range. And they also requested decreases in funding for programs average a level two, which suggests that agencies are asking for more money for programs with more evidence and then reduce funding for programs that have they have less confidence in, in terms of their level of evaluation. So that's an example of how evidence really is making a difference in terms of agencies' budget requests. It's become part of the culture, part of the decision-making process. And then the other, the other thing I'd say is, is that they're focusing on investing in programs, again, which is great, very important, but also on building evidence so that more proven programs will be available to residents in the state over time, right? So they're investing in evaluation and committing to prioritizing the use of evidence in decision-making for years to come, which is a really forward-thinking approach. Um, and I think one of the things that makes Colorado a leader in this field. The report by Pew is called Colorado's Evidence Continuum Promotes Efficient, Effective Public Programs. Sarah, thanks so much for giving us an overview. Thanks so much, Andy. It was a pleasure to be here.